WVOW Local News, now. A Wyoming County woman is facing charges after allegedly kicking a state trooper. I'm Faith Bannister. According to the criminal complaint, West Virginia State Police were called to the Glenfork area in reference to a woman appearing severely intoxicated at the Fox's Quick Stop. After arriving at the scene, troopers found Cecilia Frady and said she seemed to be under the influence of narcotics. At one point during her interaction with law enforcement, Frady began acting erratically and kicked a trooper. During Frady's arrest, investigators found a box containing a substance consistent with meth. Frady was charged with possession of a scheduled substance and battery on an officer. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. Are you or a loved one suffering from a chronic wound that won't heal? The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional Medical Center is here to help you. Our team of compassionate health care providers will develop a personalized care plan tailored to your individual needs. We use advanced healing techniques such as hyperbaric oxygen therapy to help you heal quickly. Call us to learn more. The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional. Healing chronic wounds so you can get back to doing the things you love. The Fayette County Sheriff's Department is asking the public for help in identifying a burglary suspect. On Thursday at 1.50 a.m., Fayette County deputies received a call regarding a burglary in process at the Swiftwater General Store in Ames Heights. Upon the arrival of law enforcement, the suspect was already gone. Sheriff Mike Fridley says the only items taken were some keys and spare change. The security camera footage is available on 13 News and the Fayette County Sheriff's Department Facebook page. Anyone with information regarding the individual in the video is urged to contact the Fayette County Sheriff's Department at 304-574-3590 or through their Facebook page. A parking lot on Hudgens Street in downtown Logan may see construction of a new veterans housing project as early as next week. The Logan Wood apartment building is meant to be for veterans. The Mingo Housing Authority will handle issuing housing vouchers to cover rent. The property was donated by the city and Logan Regional Medical Center. The plans call for a four-story apartment building with one- and two-bedroom units. Construction on Loganwood is set to begin next week and expected to be completed by February next year. And on the topic of veterans, following the vandalism of at least 13 veteran graves earlier this month, an investigation is being conducted in Fayette County. According to Fayette County Sheriff Mike Fridley, 13 bronze markers for military grave sites were taken and removed from a cemetery in the community of Page. The keeper of the cemetery informed authorities of the damage on January 7th. Anyone with information is urged to call the sheriff's office at 304-574-3590 or send a message to the Fayette County Sheriff's Department Facebook page or call Crime Stoppers of West Virginia at 304-255-STOP. Fresh off the more than $80 million settlement with Walgreens, West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey visited Boone and Logan counties this week. Morrissey visits the coalfields rather often, but hasn't been down in the area for some time. The Attorney General's office has been busy with lawsuits against some of the most well-known pharmacy distributors, manufacturers, and retailers. Walmart, CVS, Johnson & Johnson, as well as many more have all settled cases for hundreds of millions of dollars. Mr. Morrissey announced the state settled its opioid lawsuit against national pharmacy chain Walgreens for $83 million last Wednesday, January 18th. The settlement will pay out over the next eight years. 
Mr. Morrissey told commissioners during the regular session Monday, January 23rd, the state has settled payments totaling in the 10 digits. You know, I'm here to report some very positive news that as a result of the collaboration with the municipalities and every single county in West Virginia, uh, we've been able to recover over $1 billion to attack the opioid epidemic. That's number one per capita in the nation. Morrissey credits his office's rejection of the national settlements for the state's position to receive more awards in litigation individually. A memorandum of understanding with all 55 counties sets out the parameters for how the money will be spent. 72.5% of the money will be handled by the West Virginia First Foundation, consisting of governor-appointed and state-approved representatives to implement prevention and treatment programs statewide. Local governments will split 25% of the money. A trial is scheduled for June in the last case, and this time against Kroger. The case alleges the company failed to report suspicious pharmacy orders and that there was no monitoring policy. A bill to ban adult-oriented stores in West Virginia was referred to the House Judiciary Committee on Monday. House Bill 2919, or the Sexually Oriented Businesses Regulation Act, would ban stores that primarily sell pornographic material or instruments, devices, or paraphernalia. It is also looking to ban adult cabaret or clubs, nightclubs, restaurants, or other businesses that show performers nude or semi-nude and adult arcade businesses. The bill to ban these businesses is due to statistics that more crime happens where adult-oriented stores are located. The bill also says these stores encourage prostitution, increase sexual assaults, and bring other criminal activity to the area. The bill does not cite where the crime statistics originated. The bill says the charges would be a misdemeanor that carries a fine up to $1,000. A fourth violation within a 60-day period is a misdemeanor that carries a fine of up to $10,000, one year in jail, or both. A woman was arraigned in connection to a 2021 Huntington murder case on Wednesday. Court documents state 23-year-old Autumn Faith Hammond of Southfield, Michigan, is accused of the shooting death of Jason Ellis, who was 38 years old at the time of his death. According to the criminal complaint of the incident, Huntington police were flagged down by a bystander on the 800 block of Washington Avenue, saying someone had been shot. During an investigation, police say a female victim said Ellis took seven ounces of marijuana from a drug dealer known as AJ, later identified as Hammond. The complaint further states that Hammond went to confront Ellis and the female victim, putting a gun to both of their heads and saying that she would shoot them if the marijuana was not returned. However, the female victim escaped. Through the investigation, one of Hammond's family members was located and gave police a statement that was consistent with the female victim's. Hammond is being charged with murder, use or presentment of a firearm during the commission of a felony, and two counts of wanton endangerment. A car crash in Huntington Wednesday morning resulted in a car flipping on its side. Huntington police say they believe the driver was going too fast for the wet road conditions. The vehicle hit two parked cars and flipped along the 3100 block of Washington Boulevard. There were no injuries from the incident, and Washington Boulevard was closed to traffic for about an hour. An Ohio man was sentenced Wednesday for a sex offense involving a minor. Jeffrey Lee Ward, Jr., age 31, of Bel Air, Ohio, was found guilty of traveling in interstate commerce for the purpose of engaging in illicit sexual activity with a juvenile. 
He was sentenced to five years in prison, followed by 20 years of supervised release. According to court documents and statements made in court, Ward traveled from Ohio to Parkersburg, West Virginia, on February 4th of 2022 to meet an individual he thought to be a 14-year-old girl to engage in sexual activity. The two had been conversing using an instant messaging app. Ward was taken into custody when he arrived at the place they had agreed to meet. In May of 2015, the Common Police Court of Belmont County, Ohio, found Ward guilty of pandering obscenity involving a minor. On September 1st of 2021, the Nicholas County, West Virginia Magistrate Court found Ward guilty of failing to register as a sex offender. The name of the man who was recovered from the Levisa Fork River in Pikeville was released. The Kentucky State Police identified 51-year-old Daryl Gooselin of Pikeville was found in the water. State police say a trooper stopped a vehicle with Gooselin in it on U.S. Route 23 Wednesday morning around 11 o'clock. Gooselin ran from the vehicle and went into the water. The Pikeville and Millard Fire and Rescue Departments also responded to the scene to help find Gooselin. Police say they saw the person in the water but lost sight of him. They say the person was later found deceased in the water. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Hey, as we look at the temperature, it's colder here today. Passing snow showers could mix with rain showers. We're talking about some squalls today, so watch out for those. Maybe new accumulation here that lingers on the grass, that's for sure. We could see that. So we have our eyes open for that. Maybe some slick spots today, but still up around 38, 40, and then back down to a low in the mid-20s on Friday. Some flurries. Otherwise, again, 38 to 40. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.